Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. So we have a lot of stuff to cover. I've been gone. Uh, I did a huge, huge career change in my life. And so now um, I work out of town. So <laughs> uh, I'm home a couple nights a week uh, and I'm off on the weekends. So praise the Lord for that. It gives me a lot of time uh, to do some reading in my Bible and, you know, listen to the news and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So what is going on? So much as usual is going on. So we have the Ukraine, uh, Russia, and uh, that's still going on, reminiscent of kind of like Gog, Magog, uh, kind of Ezekiel 38. But, you know, uh, Putin is ask, is acting quite gog You know, that is a G-O-G. Um, so uh, in the end times, whoever Gog will be, will be the leader of Magog and Rosh, which is Russia. Um, are we saying that uh, Putin is Gog? No, it's not what uh, anybody is saying. Some people may be saying, but that's not accurate. We won't actually know until the invasion takes place, which is prophesied in the Bible. And at the time, then you're going to know. So everything that's going on, we've got um, the wars, rumors of wars. We have like tornadoes in the wintertime of north. We have all kinds of um uh, disasters, natural disasters happening, just all kinds of stuff, you know, going on. And you think about Matthew 24. And then of course you all think about the words of Jesus when he says, you know, when you see these things begin to take place, he says, lift your head up high because your redemption draws near. So we have seen the beginning of these things taking place and we are well in uh, to the beginning now. So, you know, what does that, what does that tell each and every one of us um, is that the Lord's return is very, very soon. It could happen before I finish the sentence. It could happen when we all lay our heads uh, down to go to bed tonight or when other folks are getting up in the morning. It could happen in between. We don't know. Nobody knows the time of the Lord's return except for God the Father himself. But what do we know? We do know that Christ told us to be ready. He told us to be ready because when you see these things, when you see all these things begin to take place, lift your head up because I'm coming soon. So he told us what would be happening in the times before his return. And we already see these things beginning to take place and starting to happen. And he also said, I come quickly. I come quickly. How many times has Jesus said that? I come quickly. These things are going to happen quickly. Uh, like in the book that I wrote, um, talking about, um, you know, uh, like if you drive a car and you have a tachometer, when Jesus says quickly, this is what they, we get our word from uh, tachos, which is where we get our word from tachometer. So when you rev your engine, that it just goes, right? The, uh, the needle just goes to the red zone. So it's going to happen fast like that. So we all need to be prepared. If you have not made your decision for Jesus Christ, you need to make that decision today. If it's been weighing on you, if the Holy Spirit's been knocking on your heart, like, hey, whispering in your ear, giving you promptings that you need to heed the Holy Spirit now. Don't wait. Don't wait because this is what I've been thinking about. You know, I, you know, I read my Bible and I pray and I ask the Lord for direction. When I was listening to something today, I believe it was, um, oh, Tom Hughes. Uh, and Bill Solace, I think. Um, anyway, they were doing uh, something on YouTube. So I was kind of listening to that. And what struck me was, okay, now we have Putin like bombing like nuclear uh, facilities in Ukraine. He's threatening nuclear war. Okay, this is Putin. All this is going on. He's like a big bully. If you don't do what I say, well, we're going to threaten nuclear war with Ukraine, with uh, 
Germany, Poland, all of this going on over there. He goes, hey, uh, if you don't sob with me or if you don't back off, you know, you're not going to, I'm not going to give you oil. And if you do, it's going to be a dollar per cubic feet, you know. So it's insane, right? It's insane. So he is like, he's asking, acting like Gog, the leader of Magog, would act in the end days, right? So then I got to thinking, okay, in Revelation, it talks about, okay, we always thought it was like nuclear war, like the skin will melt off of them and their tongues will shrivel up and burn up in their mouth as they stand there, right? This is what the Bible says is going to happen. People always foresaw that as nuclear weapons. Of course, 100 years ago, uh, when this was written and people were, you know, reading through Bible prophecy, well, they would have never thought that nuclear weapons because none of this stuff was invented back then, right? It's all here now. And now we have Putin threatening to use these weapons, right? These uh, nuclear weapons. So it could be, you know, World War Three. This is going to be a nuclear war is what everybody says. So you always need to be prepared for what is coming. Does that mean we need to go dig a hole in the ground? And, you know, no, as Christians, we need to stand and fight and proclaim the word of God. We got to proclaim the truth because if we don't, who will? Who's going to be a watchman on the wall? The Bible says, if you know something's coming, if you know and you don't warn the people, the blood is in your hands. If a person dies in sin and you didn't tell them, then, you know, the blood is going to require it your hands. So right now, we are seeing everything coming together like what the end times is said. Read Revelation. It's going to tell you what's going to happen. The tribulation is going to be hell on earth. It's going to be a time you don't want to be here. You don't want to be here for that. So I, my suggestion would be accept Christ as your Savior now so you don't have to face the great tribulation. The tribulation is not Satan. I mean, it is. But I mean, but it, what, what it is is God's wrath being poured out on an unbelieving world. So, mm, so what I'm trying to say is make your decision now before you face the great tribulation. Will there be people saved in the tribulation? Absolutely, there'll be people saved in the, in the tribulation. Do you want to wait that long? I would not suggest you wait that long. So anyway, I was looking at some articles, you know, going through and just checking out stuff. So I went to Bill Solis's website and it's a uh, prophecy news. Uh, okay, wait, it's, um, I'm sorry. This is his headline news, but it's, um, I actually just went there. It is prophecy. Um, oh goodness. Now I had to come up and say that didn't I? I'm looking at his, um, headlines right now, prophecyheadlines.com, but okay. It's uh prophecy depot that's Prophecy Depot, D-E-P-O-T, Ministries.net. And then from there, I clicked on uh, one of his headings, which is newsstand. So it's prophecyheadlines.com. And this is in the Jerusalem Post. And it says, how might the Russia-Ukraine war lead to conflict in the Middle East? And this is an analysis, right? And so I scrolled on down, and there's five different outcomes, right? So... What they're saying is, so like right here, this one says, the United Nations Atomic Watchdog said Thursday that it believes Iran has significantly increased its stockpile of highly enriched uranium in breach of a 2015 accord with world powers. No, really, you think? No, surely they wouldn't do that. No, they're such honest folks over there, you know. Yeah, so the International Atomic Energy Agency told member nations in its uh a confidential quarterly report that Iran has an estimated 32.2 kilograms or 73.1 pounds of uranium enriched to up to 60% um, fissile purity, an increase of 15.5 kilograms or 34 pounds since November. So 
Such highly enriched uranium can be easily refined to make atomic weapons, which is why world powers have sought to contain Tehran's nuclear program. This 33.2 kilogram figure brings Iran closer to having enough weapons-grade uranium to produce a nuclear weapon. In a report to member states about his work in Iran seen by the Associated Press, the IAEA estimated that as of February the 19th, Iran's stockpile of all enriched uranium was 3,197.1 kilograms or 7,048.4 pounds, an increase of over 1,559 pounds. So the Vienna-based agency said it was unable to verify the exact size of Iran's stockpile of enriched uranium due to limitations Tehran imposed on UN inspectors last year. The IAEA's monitoring and verification activities in Iran continue to be, quote, seriously affected, unquote, by Iran's decision to stop letting inspectors access the agency's monitoring equipment that reports reads. So, and now we have the United States going on ahead uh, with the Iran um, deal. So we have this going on. Talk about insanity, you guys. Talk talk about insanity. Look at this world. Look what is going on in the world today. We have, I'm not even going to talk about the insanity here. So this is one thing. This is going to tell you how far out of touch the news media is. And I don't think they're out of touch on purpose. I think they do it on purpose. I don't think they're stupid. I think it's 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 all part of the plan to dumb down the world, especially the United States, to dumb us all down. Look at what we do. Look at the TikTok. Look at all the stupid videos on Facebook. Look at all the stupid. Look at our men. Look at they're like it's all in, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. This, they've made us idiots is what they've done. So when you think about all this stuff going on, we have all I mean it's just it's insanity. The whole world has gone insane. So this is what NBC was reporting that the Ukrainian transgender people are being oppressed. I'm like, they're being murdered, you moron. Russia is going through and mowing down people. I don't think Putin gives a rat's ass if they're trans or not. But this is what the world, this is what the United States media wants you to focus on. All those poor trans people over there in Ukraine. What? What? This is what they're worried about. This tells you how out of touch the media is with the, what is going on in the world. And I don't think that they're out of touch. I think this is all carefully planned. You know, if you watch mainstream media, the only thing you're doing is watching what they want you to see. This is what we're telling you. This is what they're saying. This is the MSN. They are giving you reality. That's what they're doing. Their reality, not actual reality, but their reality. This is what they want you to believe. This is what they want you to see. This is what they want you to believe is going on in the world today. They don't want you to know the truth. I'm telling you guys, if you don't have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you, let me tell you what the truth is. You are deceived. There is a great deception upon the world right now. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are being deceived. If you think that that all of this, this transgenderism and, and binary and like all of this stuff is act, folks, you're being deceived. This is a great deception. It's a great deception. And it's all prophesied in the Bible. I'm telling you guys, the end, when you read the Bible, when I was a kid, I was thinking, oh, long time in the future when the end days come. You know, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be so far, so far away. You know, when I was a little kid, now I look at it, we are living in the end days now. Do you know how many people 
would 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 from like the the prophets of old do you know how many of them would like wow they would want to be living and seeing these days right now and here we are living in these end times that the bible is prophecy do you hear pastors preaching no do you see church pulpits proclaiming from the pulpit christ is coming soon no what are they proclaiming from the pulpit you can live your best life now it's all about you it's all about you and your life whatever makes it easier for you it's all about health and wealth and 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 all of this good stuff that's what it's all about yes the bible never talks about trials or anything like that really because my Bible tells me that if I'm a Christian, I'm going to face trials and persecution, and I'm going to go through all of that, right? But if you go to the health, wealth, prosperity people, you know, none of that's going to happen. I and mean, if it does happen, guess what? You just didn't have enough faith. That's what it is. So basically, folks, the health, wealth, prosperity gospel, heresy, heretic, new age, you might as well call it witchcraft. That's basically what it is. Because if you speak it out loud, it's going to come true. Really? Just visualize it. Just, you know, do your affirmations in the morning. Really? What what Bible are you people reading? Because none of that is in my Bible. Folks, the time for babying folks and coddling people is over. I don't know if you can tell how upset I am, but I am very upset. Because they're leading these people to hell. That's what they're doing. They're leading people to hell. I don't want that to be ever said of me. I don't say this because, I don't know, uh, because I get a kick out of it or like whatever. No, because I love people. I generally love people. Genuinely, I do. I, I love all people. I don't care if whatever you are, whatever you identify as, I don't really care. I, I love everybody and I don't want anybody to go to hell. Nobody. Because that's a one-way ticket, folks. You ain't coming back. You don't get out of hell. You're there for eternity. You don't ever get out of there. You will suffer for eternity. Eternity, I don't know if you guys have thought about it. It's a very long time. It's forever. So people are like, well, I'm going to go to heaven. Everybody goes to heaven. We're all going to be angels. And we're going to be... No. When your loved one dies, they're not an angel. Angels are created as well. They don't die and get angel wings. Okay? This is not how that works. People need... You need to preach... The truth is why so many people are lost and they don't understand what the Word of God says. That's why they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's coming because we don't have pastors that preach the truth. We don't have people that correct them in love. Like, no, no, honey. When your loved one dies, they don't become an angel. They don't. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. So when you die, you don't become an angel, but you do become in the presence of the Lord Almighty. Your body stays here. And it goes into the grave. Or is cremated or whatever. Right? But when Christ comes the second time. Boom! You are magically. I mean like. Put back into your body. The Lord bring a brand new body. Puts you in you have a brand new body. And your soul and your body come back together. And guess what? Now you're in a body where you can go back into heaven with. But right now we can't. Because our bodies can't, you know, go anyway. So, besides all that, the whole point is when, you know, no matter how small or insignificant or how cute or how much comforting or like whatever it may be to people, you've got to tell them the truth. You have to tell them the truth, what the Bible says. 
So, you know, the Bible says the homosexuals, liars, dr- it's not just homosexuals, it's liars, uh, drunkards, um, people, you know, gluttonous, like all kinds of stuff will not inherit the kingdom of God. But then what else does it go on to say? As such were some of you, which means me, you, all of us before we accepted Christ, we're all sinners and we're still sinners. We will sin until the Lord calls us home. It's because we're in fleshly bodies. There's no way around that. We live in a fallen world. But just don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget where you came from. We're all sinners. We still sin until we accepted Christ, like he said, as were such some of you. So anyway, let me get off of that. But I mean, it was just on my heart. It was just totally on my heart. Everything going on in the world today, pastors aren't preaching the truth. People, I mean, pulpits are silent. Nobody is saying anything. People are going to hell because there's nobody there to tell them the truth. There's nobody there to teach them. There's nobody there to make disciples from people. I go to church, thank God, now where that's a big thing. We make disciples. So if you're looking for another place to go, uh, Pastor Billy Crone at getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com. Go there. Uh, follow his Facebook post, uh, Facebook page. Go to his YouTube channel. Uh, go to the website. And they're actually um, making disciples uh, and doing God's work. So let me get off my high horse, guys. Okay, so this other one is Russia says won't back Iran nuke deal without U.S. guarantees over Ukraine sanctions. It's all, man, folks, it's all happening in such deception and such stuff is happening. I just never thought I would be living in days like this. So anyway, so there's like, there's several different outcomes, okay? And I'm trying to hunt up this here. So it says, um, I had it. I think I've got it on my phone too. So anytime I get on here, my, you know, my dogs, they got to be like, hey. <laughs> so anyway, so how might the Russia-Ukraine war lead to conflict in the Middle East? So if I scroll on down here, so they have five different um, uh, outcomes, what could possibly happen, right? So there's five possible main scenarios that a water conflict may develop in the Middle East following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So one way that the conflict could lead to escalation in the region is via the Iran deal talks. This is the Jerusalem Post. It was posted March the 3rd. Uh, so it says Russia is playing a key role in the talks and it may want to punish the West for its reaction to the invasion of Ukraine. In order to distract the West, Russia could empower Iran to move forward or move toward more enrichment and get closer to a nuclear device. This would create a crisis and could lead to escalation between Israel and Iran. The visit of the U.S. CENTCOM Commander General Kenneth McKenzie on Thursday shows how Israel works closely with the U.S., but Israel is also very concerned about the nuclear program and various red lines linked to it. Russia might play the Iran card if it feels the Ukraine war is leading to isolation of Moscow. The war in Ukraine could also cause Iran to believe that any country can now invade another country without too many ramifications. With the world distracted, Iran might decide it is time to launch a larger regional conflict. This could begin with Iran trying to create a crisis in Bahrain. Bahrain is where the U.S. 5th Fleet is based and where Israel now has a liaison with U.S. Uh, uh, NAVSENT, the naval part of the Central Command. Second, Iran may decide to heat up tensions with Bahrain because it is a country that Tehran has not tried to provoke so far. Iran has used the Houthis in Yemen to attack the United Arab Emirates and has used Iraqi-based militants to attack the UAE and Saudi Arabia. Iran also attacked Saudi Arabia in 2019. Iran possibly could also try uh, direct escalation with the U.S. or other navies in the Persian Gulf. Escalation in the Gulf might happen if an Iran deal doesn't come together and Tehran wants to test the U.S. 
uh, to threaten it into coming back to the table for talks. It might also move against U.S. forces uh, in the Tangarif in Saran, uh, Syria, sorry, or against U.S. forces in Erbil in the Kurdistan region of northern Iraq. Those are Iran's goals in its near uh, abroad, the areas in its sphere of influence. So a third type of conflict can involve some kind of offensive or change in Syria. The U.S. might choose to draw down forces in Syria if it feels it needs uh, to commit more to NATO. And as China tensions rise, this means the U.S. might choose to wrap up operations in eastern Syria um, or the Al-Tanif. So Turkey might also choose to attack the U.S.-backed Syrian Democratic Forces. Turkey has been walking a fine line on Ukraine, supplying Kiev with drones. While, uh, sorry, my dog is, <laughs> he's wanting to get into my lap right now. So anyway, it says, um, Turkey might sell Russia, might tell Russia, it will trade support for Russia for gains in Syria, or it might tell the U.S. it needs to invade more Kurdish areas in Syria in exchange for support of NATO policy. In both instances, Turkey can blackmail the U.S. in Russia and Syria. Turkey already invaded Syria in 2018 and 2019 and ethnically cleansed the Kurds. It might even more, uh, I'm sorry, it might even move further and launch an operation into Iraq, Sinjar, and Makmur areas uh, where Yazidis and Kurds live. Turkey often bombs these areas. I don't know what my dogs are barking at, but they're barking at something. Anyway, so fourth, a direct war between the Hezbollah and Israel. Uh, has, okay, between um, Hezbollah and Israel might result from the Ukraine war. So Hezbollah is watching Lebanon collapse financially and economically. According to rumors, Lebanon now needs more wheat due to the Ukraine crisis. Lebanon already has an energy crisis. Hezbollah recently tested Israel by flying a drone across the border. Hezbollah might now decide this is the time to escalate on the Golan Heights or Lebanon border. It might work for Iran to plan an escalation that includes Hamas, the Houthis, and Iraq uh, and the Iraqi and Syrian militias. This could involve drone threats and ballistic missiles. Missiles. Israel has often said it opposes Iranian enrichment in Syria. Israel also must weigh relations with Russia regarding the need to carry out operations in Syria. A crisis could result in Syria if Russia decides to try to distract from Ukraine by heating up tensions with the U.S. in Israel and in Syria. So the U.S. backed Israel's campaign between the wars in Syria. McKenzie's visit to Israel is important in terms of the U.S.-Israel uh, cooperation and how Israel is cementing its role within Central Command's area of operations. However, that also means Syria is an important area for discussion. It is entirely plausible that Russia could decide it is time to heat things up in Syria to distract from the isolation it faces diplomatically in Ukraine. So there's five ways that all this conflict could develop. So another thing that I was thinking about is, so now we have China. You know they're going to go ahead and just invade Taiwan. I mean, I know it's just a matter of, of, of time. It's just a matter of, of days, maybe weeks, possibly a month or so. But it's going to happen. And what else do we have? We have North Korea shooting off uh, an unidentified object. Okay, so really, guys, really? Days we are living in literally what the Bible has said is the end days. We like Matthew 24, we are leading right up uh to the tribulation. So these are exciting times. Uh exciting a little nerve-wracking, but they're exciting times for us Christians. We need to be um hopeful. We need to be proclaiming uh the return of Christ and uh, just letting people know that hey, this is coming. So this is what really struck me. Okay, so I'm looking um, at olivetreeviews.org, Jan Markell's uh, website, and you guys know I love her. 
Uh, she's like, I've followed her since 2006. So it says, Gog stirring and evil rising. Is the Russia-Ukraine crisis a harbinger of biblically predicted events? So she wrote that one. It's in Harbinger's Daily. I'll come back to that. But this is the one that really got me. So Ukrainian President Zelensky is tied to, guess what? Klaus Schwab, Justin Trudeau, and other global elitists. This is LifeSite News. Like Trudeau, Zelensky is an alkalite of Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum, the globalist organization behind the now infamous Great Reset agenda which tells the world that by the year 2030 you'll own nothing and you'll be happy i don't know about him but i ain't gonna be happy if i don't own nothing so mm, let's check it out so thursday march the third this was written in life site news so ukrainian's president uh Volodymyr zelensky has stated that Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was one of the reasons he got into politics. So let's see what else. I don't think I would see um, Justin Trudeau out there fighting the war, though. That's <laughs> Ellie can't even he can't even stand up to the convoy of truck drivers. Ah, sorry, I had to throw that in there. So anyway, while Zelensky has shot to start him from relatively obscurity from the perspective of the West, since the Ru- Russo-Ukrainian conflict became international news last week, his admiration for Trudeau comes as less of a surprise when looking into his background. Like Trudeau, Zelensky is an alkaline of the Klaus World Economic Forum, the globalist organization behind the now infamous Great Reset Agenda. So, the, um, the ubiquitous support for Zelensky uh, by the elite, including support from defund the police and Black Lives Matter leftist Megador, mega donor George Soros, Trudeau, American President Joe Biden, and all sides of mainstream media has led to many has led many to question the truth motivation behind the West condemnation of Russia and a concern that a push for yet another foreign war involving the West is underfoot. On Tuesday, for example, Ukrainian journalist uh, Daria Kailunik made an emotional demand to British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, asking him to instruct NATO to enter the war in Ukraine. After the event was praised in Western media, reports surfaced showing that Kalinik is not just a journalist, but a member of the World Economic Forum and runs initiatives backed by Soros throughout Eastern Europe. So I'm going to roll this in here really quick. George Soros is an evil man. I know you all know that. Klaus Schwab is an evil man. I know you guys all know this. So you've really got to like look through the deception. Because everybody's like, Putin bad, Zelensky good. That's all you hear in the news. Putin bad, Putin evil, Zelensky good. So, but really, you've really got to peel back the onion layers, right? You got to get to the heart of the garlic, right? You've really got to look through this. Like, what's really going on? Because we know we live in deception. If the media is telling me one thing, like, I automatically question that. I automatically question, really? Because why would the media be telling me the truth all of a sudden now? Especially in the United States. I don't trust our media at all. I barely listen to our media. So, keep that in mind. Okay, so anyway. So, while many are skeptical of Russia's Vladimir Putin and his former ties to the KGB, scrutiny of the other side of the conflict seems absent in mainstream outlets, which has worried many consider the radical nature of the WEF and their great reset goals. So the great reset is a radical socialist plan designed by global leaders to reset the world economy and install a centralized and heavy, re- heavily regulated totalitarian international system similar to that of China's social credit system. 
In fact, the World Economic Forum's and Chairman Klaus Schwab has consistently praised Chinese Communist President Xi Jinping, including a statement from this year in which he told the leader of China that his dictator dictatorial regime has made quote significant social and economic achievements unquote under his inclusive leadership swan uh, schwab's praise and reference to china as inclusive comes despite evidence that china is carrying out a genocide on its Uyghur muslim population is running a massive organ harvesting program and has been referred to by critics as the nightmare of the world's first truly totalitarian state I don't know if you guys were aware or not, but yes, uh, the China government has been harvesting organs from live people, not only just prisoners, but a certain religion that they have come after, and they are uh, literally harvesting their organs while these people are alive. It is an awful freaking, it's like a horror movie, but this is what's going on in China, and what, what and it is known. It is known throughout the world that this is happening. And what do we do? We still have the Olympics over in China. Not only that, China, what has China brought us? Cheap, crappy products. But what else have they brought us? Oh, oh, they gave us the COVID-19. Man, what else have they brought us? Oh, they've got a whole lot of stuff they're sending our way, right? But let's still have the Olympics over there. And oh! No, no. I look at stuff now. If it's made in China, I don't want it. I don't care how much I got to pay for something made in the United States. This is really hard to find. But you would think with all this that happened that people would be like, we're not buying shit from China anymore. No, we have our kits the government sends out to us for your little COVID. Like, I remember I told you guys this. I did a program months ago, months ago, talking about the chemicals that are in just the Q-tip that you're shoving up your nose to take that COVID test. How many chemicals are in there? Well, now it's come out that there are chemicals in all this. I'm like, oh, really? But just keep shoving that up your nose, right? Just keep on doing it. It's like, think cocaine, man, just terrible stuff. Terrible. So anyway, so according to American Public uh, Affairs consultant J. Robert Smith, the West should at this time, reject U.S. and NATO military involvement in Ukraine, which he thinks would only worsen the already tumultuous and deadly situation. The gruesome impact of major wars is often underestimated at their outsets. Take the Civil War. Few people south or north imagine the war would claim anywhere from 600,000 to 850,000 lives, depending on estimates. At the beginning of World War One, neither side foresaw a staggering, listen to this, folks, 40 million casualties, military and civilian, in that pointless conflict, wrote Smith. Who really believes that a U.S.-NATO-Russia war could be contained to Ukraine? Wars are inherently unpredictable. They have their own dynamics, either through design or blunder. Spill over to NATO, nation seems to be uh, seems a smart bet. Why wouldn't Putin strike enemy targets beyond Ukraine's borders? Why wouldn't the U.S. and NATO retaliate if not, um, if not initiate? So, think about it, guys. Think about what's really, really going on. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors, and it's all coming to a head. So, but what I was thinking about, because we have the Ezekiel 30 and 39 war still to happen. So, I think the Psalm 82 war hasn't happened, or 83 war hasn't happened yet. Well, there's so much that needs to happen, right? But it doesn't have to happen before Christ's return. But then you think about it, and all this stuff is lining up. 
to this. It's all lining up to all of this. And then, you know, I, I'm one of the ones that think like the young lines of Tarsus is like the UK, the United States, that kind of thing um, in the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. Some people don't believe that. They say, no, that's not what it is. But anyway, I kind of do. But then, because when it says it talks about it, they're getting Russia or Gog's coming for the booty in the, in the, in the, in the, it's like he's coming for the oil is basically what it means in Israel, right? But nobody, nobody stands up to you. Nobody really does anything. It's like, oh, they question, oh, are you coming to take, you know, like they, they, they use words like, oh, that's not good. You know, we should, but did they do anything with teeth? No. They don't do anything to protect Israel. They don't. They oppose it, but they don't do anything to stop it. So then we look right now at Ukraine. All this all this is happening, right? But look at all the countries. Nobody's doing anything to help them. Nobody's stepping in to fight for them. Nobody, you see what I mean? We're going to throw some sanctions at Putin. Like he gives a rat's ass. That's not going to happen. Well, look at the, look what all the sanctions did to Iran. Didn't stop them from doing anything. And now we have the idiotic Biden in the office that's going to go ahead and renew the Iran deal. Folks, I, I don't really know, uh, you know, what you got planned for your future, but I always read the Bible and he says, um, my mama always said, uh, the good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Well, I say it too, but it took off the creek, don't rise. I say the good Lord willing. The Bible says, don't plan to go here and there and we'll do this and this and such and such and do business in this town and this town, whatever. He said, you don't know what the Lord has planned. He goes, he should say, if the Lord wills it, then I will do such and such and such and such, right? So that's why I always say, if the Lord wills. So folks, wouldn't make plans too far ahead. But I've always been telling you guys, I've been telling you guys for eight months since I've been starting all this. Get food. Get you get you some food. It's not going to hurt you to get you some food. Canned food lasts like four years. But don't get stuff that you're going to eat. Um, I just went and filled up my truck today. Uh, I paid $3.45 a gallon, and I live in Texas. So I haven't seen gas that high uh, in a long time. So it's only going to get higher. Um, think about the people over in the UK and over in Europe. I'm having to pay gas bills. That's, uh, you know, we need to pray for our, our people over there, Christian brothers and sisters over there. We need to pay, pray for them. Um, times are going to get really, 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 really tight. And so I've made the decision to move. Uh, so I'm going to move into a larger apartment than I am right now. I know, guys, I know I just moved here to this apartment. It's the same complex, but I'm going to move to a bigger one. I'm going to move to a larger one. So I'll have a studio, an actual studio, two bedroom, two bath. So I have an actual studio um and then you know a little bit more room and i'll have some sun because where i'm at right now my apartment don't see the sun and i want to be able to grow some vegetables and you know grow some of my own food and stuff like that so um you know it's going to get to the point where things are going to be very 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 expensive and i can tell you this with certainty only because the bible tells us so because in the tribulation when it gets down to the bold judgments and the trumpet judgments and all these things are going to be happening Food is going to be very scarce. Water is going to be very scarce. So, um, of course, if we are believers, we won't be here for the tribulation. We'll be raptured out of here. That is our blessed hope. Um, so anyway, you know, if, if, if the case, we don't know when, we don't know when the rapture is going to happen. We don't know, but we do know it's soon. 
But does that mean we're going to be, you know, not smart, not wise? No, the Bible has given us wisdom. God has given us wisdom. And if you don't have it, you can ask him for it. And he promises he will give it to you. So we need to be, what is it, wise as doves, as shrewd as as serpents? Is that what the Bible says Um, in these days? So trust me, be wise. Ask the Lord for wisdom and guidance, and he's going to give it to you. So one last article. I'm at 36 minutes. Let me hurry up. Uh, so this is by, written by Jan Markell. And it's in the Harbinger's Daily. Wish I had my other. Oh, there's my glasses. There we go. So uh, so it says, God, uh, GOG, G-O-G, stirring and evil rising is the Russia-Ukraine crisis, the Harbinger biblical predicted events. So GOG is stirring and evil rising. Okay, so the bear has always been wicked, but now it is though Mr. Putin is possessed. He is showing aggression not seen in decades. Observers say he has transformed recently into ultimate evil. And with the images playing out in front of us, that is obvious. So, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, even people have even said, you can tell like his, his like whole, I don't, not only his demeanor, but his physicality has changed like in, in the last like couple of years. Like he looks and acts completely different it's it's so crazy so it says nuclear forces are now alerted in russia talk about perilous times second timothy israel is on alert because we know Vladimir putin will not stop with ukraine much more territory is in his sights and he longs for the spoil which is wealth stored up in israel and that's ezekiel 38 and 39 society became fear-based two years ago with the pandemic which opened the door for government overreach more and more the world longs for a leader a mr fix-it Right now, such a person is not prominent. He may be obscure at this time, but he is waiting in the wings. The church will never know who the Antichrist is, and the leader of the Russian invasion is not the Antichrist. But Vladimir Putin is Gog-esque. His ultimate goal could be the mountains of Israel, which is Ezekiel 38 and 8. So, thanks to his Thanks to this blundering invasion, more than ever, he needs the natural resources and other wealth of Israel. Uh, the conflict in Ukraine is an end-time turning point. It is much more than wars and rumors of wars predicted in the Bible for the end of days. It is further destabilizing a world that is already groaning, fearful, and weary. It is impossible to keep up with the signs of the times, but the world lacks a strong, forceful leader. You cannot point to a capital in the world today that reflects leadership, and that's when tyrants rise. One wonders if it is 1942 or 2022. Watching refugees on the run, having left possessions, people and even pets behind, tears at the heart one day, uh, tears at the heart one day, they had a normal prosperous life and the next they were being hunted. The strong and particularly bullies always want to destroy the weak. Is this a temporary catastrophe or is it leading to World War III? How does it fit into biblical prophecy? When will this man who is waiting in the wings announce his arrival? We have more questions than answers. We just know that God is allowing much to happen so that all things fall into place. The globalist cabal must keep stirring things up with pandemics, wars, economic peril, uncertainty, and more. To reset the world to their new world order plan, the old must be riddled with confusion and chaos. The worlds of this church aid pale in, in Significance to the mayhem and trauma of the tribulation. 
You want no one you love left behind. Signs are a harbinger of his return. We are seeing such events happen closer together in real time, just as the Bible predicted. You can almost hear the hoofbeats of the four horsemen, which means the disappearance of the church via the rapture is imminent. Are you ready for the rapture? And she ends with Romans 10, 13 in the King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I think I will end on that note as well. That article was written by Jan Markell uh, and it's posted in the Harbingers Daily. And that's harbingersdaily.com. Go check that out. Check out Jan Markell's website at olivetreeviews.com. Org. So, wait, 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 wait. Make it that right. Sorry about that. All of treeviews.org. Yep. Check out uh, Billy Crone, getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com. Tom Hughes at 411 Church. You can find him at hopeforourtimes.com. Hopeforourtimes.com. Many good prophecy teachers out there. Go check out Jack Kibbs of Calvary Chapel, Chino Hill, who's got a YouTube channel. He's got a website. Go check him out. And another one. You know him, you love him, J.D. Farag. Go check out jdfarag.org. He does an awesome prophecy update, which I'm about to get off here and listen to because I missed it last week uh, with me out running around. So, guys, with that, I'm going to get off of here. I'm in 41 minutes, and you know me, I get to rambling. So, anyway, but I just wanted to get on, jump on, do some updates because I haven't been on in a while. Um, one other thing, if you guys are not following Telegram, get on Telegram, uh, and you can follow, um, Amir. He's got, uh, everything going on. Amir, uh, Sarfati, he does literally updates as soon as they happen. So, um, I mean, things are happening. So check this out just today. Apparently he said, this is the first time a sitting Israeli prime minister is flying during the Sabbath. Bennett is an Orthodox Jew. Is that an attempt to get Russia's help to stop the coming nuclear deal? He's going to meet there uh, with Putin. So the meeting uh, between Putin and Bennett uh, lasts more than two hours and was with the knowledge of the U.S. Will Putin agree to further allow Israelis um, freedom in the Syrian skies? We will find out. So it looked like one of uh, uh, Zelensky's cabinet members was killed. I think I saw that come across a while ago. Uh, let me pull that up really quick. Um, I think I could be wrong. Let me go back and see here. Um, let me pull that up. Maybe. Okay, here we go. So, message to Putin. The new American evasive bomber is approaching his first flight. The first B-21 got off the production line and was transferred to ground trials. Wow, here we go. Here we go. So, this is what I was looking for. So, an unconfirmed report that one of the members of the Ukrainian negotiation team, Denis Kiryakov, was killed as he appeared to be a spy for Russian intelligence. Oh, wow. Woo, you guys. So here's, uh, if you go on his Telegram channel, you'll be able to see the video and all kinds of stuff. It says, crazy, a huge launch of Russian grad rockets hours ago from Kirshan. Uh, to uh, Mikolaev, um, from where the Russian forces will continue to Odessa. Folks, this is, wow. Uh, here's here's what I was talking about earlier. So, North Korea claims another test for developing a reconnaissance satellite defense talk. North Korea on Sunday said it has conducted another test for the development of a reconnaissance satellite. Uh, the test was carried out on Saturday. 
They also shot up a uh, another uh, unidentified object, which no one knows what it was. So uh, Israel to set up and operate a field hospital in Lviv. Guys, man, I say we all get on our knees and pray. Uh, pray that the Lord, uh, just peace. We just, we just pray for peace because uh, we all know that true peace will not be here until Christ comes back. And that's what we're praying for for christ to come back so i'm getting off here so get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and uh maranatha lord jesus maranatha you guys be blessed and uh thanks for listening to me ramble um check out my website bible prophecy the number four today.com also have a youtube channel i don't do a whole lot on it because the editing and stuff takes me longer uh than me just getting on here and talking but and check out the website and that kind of stuff so with that guys uh have a great evening may god bless you and keep you Uh, In Jesus' name.